What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in the Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. You're tuning in here to the Thursday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. Your number is 877-374-7463. Again, that is 877-374-7463. All right. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. And we are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. If you know what you want to talk about, like always, it is open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that uh, we discussed on yesterday's show if you didn't have an opportunity to call you can parlay that over to today and anything that we're discussing today that you just want to weigh in and give your opinion on feel free to do that as well or you can just sit back and just listen to my takes either way it goes it's all good with me and also keep in mind if you need to follow me on twitter you can do that at Sports Grind. And if you want to stream the show live, you can always go to the business Facebook page of Sports Grind Entertainment, or you can go ahead and go to my personal page and you can leave comments. And I'll read those in real time if I'm able to. If I don't, I'll get to those later as well also. And if you ever miss any of the shows live or if you're in a market that doesn't have carry the show on the terrestrial radio or you are but you're traveling you can always go to sportsgrindonline.com where you can download the daily podcast and you can listen to the show by clicking the play button and listen live 877-374-7463 what's up mr clark ready rock and roll all right man um want to personally thank, especially to the, my Facebook audience, to all the thanks uh, for the birthday wishes. I really probably was up late and I tried to respond. I think I responded to more. I think it's more than like over 200 uh, messages. I tried instead of just doing, you know, because I've done that in the past, um, because instead of doing the whole, you know, post to say, I want to thank everybody. for. I figured like, you know what, because the reason why I do that is because I'm the guy that nine times out of 10, I'm not going to post on your stuff and say happy birthday. So if you do it to me, that's why I'm not even that upset because I'm usually either forget birthday. So I say, if people are going to really take time, even though it pops up on your Facebook, you know what, I'm going to personally respond to them. The people that I really know respond to them a little different, you know. I'd be the superstar, the athlete that would sit there and sign 50 autographs, 180 autographs I had to after the game. And then maybe by game six, I'll be like, all right, damn it, no. All right, catch me, I got to go. But anyway, thanks to everybody with the birthday wishes and support. It was nice. Uh, but we've got uh, quite a bit to get to today. Some stuff we didn't get to yesterday. Some stuff that we already talked about yesterday that's still in the news that we'll discuss. Um, definitely going to start with the uh, Miller situation here shortly. Uh, college basketball continues to uh, roll on. Uh, that's the story that's going to is dominating right now. It's going to continue to dominate. Got some other thoughts about that. Um, also, NBA, they're off their week. Feels like two weeks. They are off their week break. They return tonight. We've got pretty much of a full slate uh, tonight of NBA games. Uh, definitely want to talk about that. Westbrook has broke his silence in regards to joining the Clippers. Tyron Lue had some things to say. I missed exactly what Tyron Lue had to say, but I know he's coming. He had a press conference as well, too. But Westbrook says, I'm up for the challenge, you know, and it's going to be interesting to see how they use him, how they utilize him. So we'll see how that goes. Um, also, NBA-wise, the San Antonio Spurs – 
are back in action tonight at the Mavericks. Look, the only reason why I'm really bringing them up is for the simple fact that, one, you know, Pop had his kind of little, you know, first one of the year little, I won't even say tirade, but a little irritable press conference. And I want to see how the Young Bucks respond. They're in the Mavericks tonight. They're in the American Airlines Arena tonight. Um, they've lost 14 in a row. Most likely it's going to be 15. But I'm not looking for that. Who cares about the wins and losses at this point? I mean, everybody cares more about the losses than anything at this point of the time. We all know what's at stake. But I just want to see is that effort. I've told you there's ways to do this. You know, um, can't do it like the Philadelphia 76ers did it for the last few years before they got in B or even after. Um, trust the process. You can't do it. They don't have five titles, and they don't have one of the GOATs coaching. No disrespect to Doc, but he ain't one of the GOATs. Some people still think he's suspect. I think he's pretty much coaching for his job this year, to be honest with you. Um, but there's a way you got to do this, man. You can't do it with just a lack of effort. And really what I want to see is, is their effort better on defense because this is what he called them out for. What Steve said, the young thing's getting old. Okay, well. You know, you, you, I mean, you took the 19 and up club. I mean, you in the front office knew what this was about. But it, it, trust me, in Pops defense, I'm pretty sure it can get taxed. And if it gets taxed for a diehard's perfect, I'm like, man, this sucks. But, I mean, you can imagine a man that's used to winning and got five titles and he has to sit through it every night, regardless of if it's pre-planned, determined. Because, like I said, the year before they got 10, it wasn't no 14. I don't even remember it being it wasn't this bad. I mean, the West, I think, overall, competition basketball was way better back then anyway. But at the end of the day, it didn't come across this. It didn't come across like this. Okay. 877-374-7463. Also, what else we got going on uh, today? Oh, I didn't have it on the docket. This is your guy, though. I'm putting this with your guy. Your guy is uh, fighting this weekend. Come on, Clark. Feel like saying what was the wife's name? Clark Griswold. Clark, you know Jonas Clark. Paul, Jake. The, oh, the, the, that's the, right. Yeah. The internet sensation. I saw him making his rounds this morning. I saw him on first take. Look, look. From what I'm understanding, this is really the first Fury, and and this is a half brother of the Fury. It's Tommy Fury. Yeah, Tyson's little brother. It's his half brother, I heard, right, or something like. But he's related. It's his little to, brother. Yeah. He's eight. No, but this is technically his first real fight. He's going to get it on. Yeah, this, this is this isn't an aging UFC talent. This isn't, uh, you know, Nate Robinson. This right. is none of that. All right, right. This is Tommy Fury. And uh, you get to you, the one of the um, executives, I think, was if I remember, it was a WBC, um, which is one of the belts in boxing. Uh -huh. And they said that, hey. If he comes out and beats Tommy, we'll rank him. We'll rank Jake Paul as a boxer, and he'll be officially in line to be able to well, contend. Look, the reason why I'm bringing this up, and for the new listeners and new audience, I've had this discussion with Jones over the years. I just don't, I mean, to me, I give the credit for the guy being a hustler. Okay, but also I look at that this is where the state of boxing is at, and this shows you how much they miss Floyd Mayweather. OK, and and maybe Tank is the next, maybe the winner out of Tank. And uh, what's my other guy's name? Inter other Internet sensation. I feel like Tank's fighting in April. Oh, Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia. Maybe the winner out of that emerges to take the, you know. Now, the one thing I can't, you know, really fault Paul or I would not say fault or hate on him. I mean, his pay-per-view numbers are pretty much better than 
some he of these guys work. that's been boxing for 15, 10 years. I mean, I think, didn't he have, I don't know if it was rumored, didn't his pay-per-view, last pay-per-view, almost do better than Canelo's pay-per-view or something like that? I don't know. But I just, I'm still not a fan of it. I'm still, because I'm a purist, I mean, I, I you know, look, I mean, anything's possible. I mean, if you can be one of the biggest real estate moguls and hush your way to the White House, I, I guess anything's possible. But I'm just saying this is one of those, I'm not going to pay to watch it. I'm interested to see if he gets this W, but him and his brother is just really an internet marketing sensation. But I think it's more about where the boxing is. Cause if you can get some press and where he's come from and they're really talking about this, like this is a real fight. And I guess if you're fighting this guy that's still young, but he's a real boxer, it is what it is. But yeah, I, that came across. I'm like, wow, he's up again. But I was like, Oh, you know what? He's actually fighting somebody that's a boxer. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Y'all can let me know. Cause I won't be tuned into that. Okay. But so you have that going on. Uh, we've got NFL. We've got to talk some things. NFL continues going. You know, everybody reports Monday to Lucas Oil, which is the combine. You know, the really off season really is going to get started. Started next week. That's the first process. Then we wait for free agency. And we've got this tag situation that's uh, available right now. We're still waiting to see if there's any other big names is going to be tagged. Um, the report today also. Aaron Rodgers has come out of darkness. That's what everybody's reporting. And also, we've got a report out of Green Bay that they want to know. And I'll tell you what they want to know when we get to that. But first off, let's start with kind of what we spent a lot of time on yesterday talking, because it is the biggest story in sports right now. Um, and that's college basketball. And that is Alabama that is the front center. Now, usually, you know, everybody knows Alabama is usually the front and center when it comes to football, but they're front and center for two reasons right now in the college basketball world. For one, this team was the number one team at one time in the country. Now they're the number two, so they're a top team. They're going to be news for that. Um, secondly, they're news because they've got um, – they've had a teammate that pretty much is facing capital murder charges, and they have their best player that has found himself tangled in this web – um, and played last night. They outlasted South Carolina in overtime. Uh, they were a 10-point favored uh, going into this game. Um, and, you know, pretty much Miller drops a career-high 41 points. Okay. Um, I watched this game, and I said this, you know, talked to Jonas a little bit after, off air. It, and I don't know if I said it on air or not, but I know it is kind of impressive to me that under the circumstances when you're dealing with kids on a team that has been through this and been going through this since January the 17th, um, that they're able to still win the games they have. Now, they've lost a couple games along the way, but due to the fact that they were able to win, you know, pretty much majority of their games still be number two, that's impressive. He played last night. The pressure's mounting up. The scrutiny's mounting up. I told you yesterday on this show that I would be surprised if he played yesterday. So I am still kind of surprised based off the evidence we know, based off of what Jonas had read in the report. And then pretty much I would be shocked if he played this weekend. Okay. Uh, well, he played last night. And now this morning, this is the topic of everybody that's in this industry on what this looks like and what, you know, how does this look? What message are you saying? Um, look, I've said this in real time, even a few days ago, that this is something that took place on January 17th. We're almost in March. So that means the president, the athletic director, the head coach, everybody's been knowing what's going on since they had to really wave and cut the first player that actually pulled the trigger. 
and they've known what Miller's involvement's been involved in it. But it's not a it's not a big secret that part of the the decision making where you however you want to slice it, it always comes back to money. Okay, not only for the player and Miller and future earnings in the NBA, but for the university and the basketball team. Look, I don't care if Alabama's football program generates annually about 100 to 150 million dollars a year. And that is enough for the volleyball team to eat off of. That's enough for the track team to eat off of, the chess team, and the basketball team. But it means more revenue where that – I'm not talking $100 million. I don't care if they win the national championship. It ain't going to generate what Alabama football does. But it would be nice if you have a program, first time in history, that a Alabama program can go to the Final Four, win a national championship. That's money. That pretty much smells money. And I think this is a decision not only with this kid. And you know what? Look, man, I mean, I'm not going there with this. I don't know. But the reality of it is, is with now, first of all, the athletic director had to speak again with Reese, uh, a man that hosts his game day on the four letter network. Um, and, you know, Reese asked sometimes he does some softball interviews. But I think the main thing he hit with the uh, athletic director was the fact that, hey, what do you say to people that say, well, this decision's making made for him allowed to play because of talents he is. Uh, the team is number two in the country. Um, and, you know, the AD had to respond. He said, hey, I can respect that. I understand how that looks. OK, but really, this was a decision based off of facts and what we knew and the information we knew at the time from law enforcement. We've been we know we have uh, and I'm paraphrasing him, but, you know, we've uh, cooperated with the law enforcement here locally, um, you know, with the victim, everything. And he says, you know, from the information we got and we've been knowing about this since January, we made the decision up until this point that it's OK for him to play. OK, Um you know, Jonas and I use this word a lot in regards to optics. Um, the optics, no matter how you spin it, um, and I'm usually not one of those guys, but it's not a good look. Okay. Um, but it's obviously, as what the evidence shows now, they really don't have anything to charge him with. That's what the department, that's what the DA office is telling us up to this point. Now, I still believe that there is pressure and there will be more pressure to mount when it, we're in a society right now to where when they when you feel like a person has a platform in this country that everybody can see and it's everybody's business is their business somebody that's in the public eye like this young kid is when it comes down to where we think that you're getting away based off of your privilege or based off of because this is your talents and this is the that's when the pitchforks really come out and i believe that this is the calm before the storm OK, and it's going to be very interesting because just because they made the decision now that it's OK to play. And let's just say for the law and in a criminal investigation that nothing changes from a criminal standpoint. But what could change is the public pressure to sit there and say, look, man, at the end of the day. It doesn't look good. However, it would because now his lawyer saying he never touched the gun. And I've heard that it basically it's under some clothing. All we know that it was transferred. But it's the truth of the matter is the pressure could mount to where the athletic director, Oates, the head coach and the rest have to say, hey, look, man, you know, you, hey, we can't have you can't play anymore. Now, I'm not saying that's what they should do. 
Um, I will be, again, a little bit shocked in this day and time if he goes all the way to the SEC tournament and then to the March Madness tournament and he misses no games. I will say that I'm shocked. But, you know, it's crazy because I heard Stephen A. Smith say this this morning. You know, what the weird – what the thing about this is, if he doesn't get charged – and he's not charged with this crime. Let's say they don't tell him to go home and take his ball to go home. Let's say he continues with this this team. And let's say they do make a deep run, an Elite Eight, a Final Four, Final Game, National whatever it is. There will be scouts in the NBA and general managers that will look at last night's 41-point performance and say, you know what? That's mental toughness. All this stuff this kid's got going at the age of 19, a true freshman, and he went out, keep in mind, South Carolina ain't no really juggernaut this year in basketball. But at the end of the day, they will look at it, man, this guy can compartmentalize, and he dropped the 41 piece amidst all this. Don't mean it sounds right, but it's reality. 877-374-7463. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to choosetiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the sports grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing and spinning the one and twos. 877-37-GRIND is your number. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. Keep in mind, Specs, if you're looking to check in on what's the latest new product or if it's seasonal or you just want to or you already know what you want, you just want to order for same day delivery, you can go to SpecsOnline.com because the fun starts here. And that is Specs, their official partner of your Dallas Cowboys and their official sponsor of the sports grind. 877-374-7463. All right. So. I want to respond to Adam Martinez, who's getting in here early on Facebook Live. But before I respond to what he just posted, um, let me wrap up this uh, Miller situation. Um, 
I told you, it's reality on how some scouts could look. But if you look at the basketball standpoint, that is impressive. <clears throat> to go, even, even though I don't have that much respect for South Carolina this year, um, but to go out and score a career-high 41 with everything revolving around you, that's going to be put in the memory bank for some scouts. The guy's game is smooth. I told y'all two, three weeks ago I'd take him in silver and black down here in the 210. Now, thing, this thing's going to have to develop and, and play out. But, you know, I'm just telling you, regardless what the DA is saying right now and what's the evidence, that doesn't mean fine. You can have no criminal charges, but it doesn't mean that I believe if the pressure and the pressure mounts, and we're talking, talking about potential sponsorships that are involved in Alabama. If things if people start flexing that really have a problem with it, I believe there still could be a decision that he's not with the team. Now that might not be great because it's obviously they made this decision to keep him around because one, who he is, and number two, they've got a special team this year. That that's just that's the reality. There's no they don't you don't need no investigation for that. What do you got? I mean uh, putting him aside and of course it could seem unfair if he's innocent and all everything and which to this point to this moment again the, the police say that they can't charge him with anything it it's unfair to his teammates for him almost still for him to take the floor of course you could say well it's unfair for him to be off the court but for him to be on the floor and have to go through all the i mean r- reports last night you have the student section for South Carolina you know, shouting he's guilty. He's going to deal with that. Shouting, he's going to deal, deal with the red the red. He's away. going to deal with it, but his teammates are going to deal with it too. And it's going to be, I mean, it's just going to continue to be a um, a bad spotlight, I feel, as this season progresses. And this is just kind of where we're at at this point. Does it, could it get worse? Uh, could the chance get worse? Could the attention get worse as this continues to go on? And we get to the madness of March, which is right around the corner. Well, I think, first of all, you know, with a young team, and when you talk about college kids um, and college athletes, but especially let's just stick to the sport we're talking about, college basketball, when you don't have as much as you have on a college football team, you've got to reduce guys of maybe 12 or 13 guys uh, that are suiting up. Um, when you talk about of any type of adversity – or any tragic situation that happens, uh, because that's just the time that we live in. When you're talking about young guys like that, they're going to take leadership and take lead from either the head coach or the best player on the team. I heard the chants last night. It, that's what it's going to be like on road games. He might hear a little bit booze even at home, but that's what it's going to be like in the SEC on the road and, and the rest of the remaining of the season. It is going to get worse. But if he can, if that's a sign last night on how he performs and can block it out and compartmentalize, um, and the coach has stern. I mean, he's a damn good coach. I mean, if he can stand and stand the focus, I think the rest of the eleven other guys or how many guys on the team they're going to follow the lead and they're just going to deal with it because they know what's at stake. You know, Shaq always has that perfect type of scenario. If the, if the captain don't panic, then everybody else don't panic. That's why he used to call Stan Van Gunny the master of panic because he thought Van was always yelling at people. Now he's like, master of panic. If the captain don't panic, then he learned that from Phil. 
But that's that's the reality of it. It depends on how this young man can handle it. And the way he performed last night, it's almost like, I mean, if you know you ain't facing no time or you've had authority say, hey, man, OK, your your story checks out. We got there's nothing. OK. And you feel regardless whether these your brothers, whatever, if you know that you, especially at that age, if you're not going to be charged and you're not having to worry about jail time. Miller, the kid could just be cut from that cloth that you don't give a damn what everybody else thinks. As long as your family, your teammates, your head coach believe in you and know what went down and, you know, understand really who you are as a person, you could care what 15,000, 13,000 screaming college campus kids and adults are screaming. That's, not every kid can do that, Jonas. That's what I'm saying. Not every kid can handle that. But if that's any indication last night for a career-high 41, and we're already to the end of the season, and they've got a target on their back. And like I said, that was a dogfight last night. I do believe – it showed a little bit. I, I, they looked at our sorts here and there. I mean, they were a 10-point favorite last night at South Carolina. It does To sit there and say this hasn't affected the team at all, that's, that's bull crap. That's lying. But I just feel you are right because I believe it is going to get worse. And that's the reason why I said regardless if there's no charges and regardless what the head AD is saying and regardless what the authorities and the DA is saying, it could still be other pressure that comes where, like, look, man, we're, we're threatening to lose sponsor money. We're threatening, you know, whatever. Parents going to take their kids off the team if this guy continues. Because what manifests with that and what stirs that is we're in a society, especially in the social media, everybody's got opinion. If there is a group or there's an individual that feels like they're getting by and they're getting special treatment because of their talents, color of their skin, I don't care what it is. We're in a time right now, that's when the pitchforks come out. Period. 877-374-7463. So we'll see. We'll monitor it. It's going to be something we're probably going to touch on here because there's going to be developments going on. And we'll see if he's in uniform on Saturday. Now, going to Facebook Live, I did bring this up yesterday. Didn't even have an opportunity to get too much into it. But I knew there was going to be some Astros fans out there that it kind of struck a nerve. But Adam Martinez is checking in on Facebook Live. And he says, Calvin, you covered a little on Mookie Betts' comments on Boston cheating in their run to the 2018 title, but you're here crickets from the media. Double standard for my Astros. Astros need to win this year to finally cement themselves as a dynasty. And finally, the Yankees are ahead of my Astros in most rankings. What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, Adam, let me reset the plate for everybody that didn't hear about the Mookie thing or didn't know exactly what was said, because I think Jonas has his comments. And just to set this up, this stems from a gentleman that is hired by the Dodgers. Okay, and what is his title again? Uh, J.T. Watkins. J.T. Watkins is hired uh, by the Dodgers. And what was his title? His title, uh, well, so he's joining the, the joining the Dodgers when he was with the Red Sox. Right. He was the video replay coordinator, okay. and he's the one that shouldered a lot of the blame and, right. and the attention for what went on there. So now he's he's in a role to help the hitting uh, with the Dodgers now. Right. So this sparked up, you know, the controversy that he was there. You know, of course, you know, Mookie Betts is a Dodger now, and Mookie Betts was on that 2018 team in Boston that won the World Series. And Mookie's Betts' comments is what was interesting to me, and it kind of parlays with the point I want to make. What exactly did Mookie say in his response when he was asked about this in this L.A. Times interview? Yeah, so the article, uh, Dylan Hernandez of the L.A. Times, um, doing the piece on Watkins and the ch and the cheating, uh, Mookie says, yeah, everybody was cheating at the time. Uh, goes on to say, uh, people are trying to make it like we're cheating. Give us credit. He said, we had a good team. Give us credit. Uh, give us some credit. We had Cy Young winners. We had MVPs. We had Gold Glove winners. We had Silver Sluggers. We had all that. 
take that into account. Okay. So I remember when this story broke back in 18, I remember the whole time and how Astro fans were taking it and how to kind of, we had, we have viewed it on this show. Um, had the baseball guru on at that time. Salami was able to give his take and how he viewed it. Listen, this is my thing. And I think I kind of said it then because I don't have a dog in the race. Okay. Um, but Astro fans, I do feel that Astro fans like Adam Martinez has a right to feel a certain way because this is a perfect example of what I've always said in regards to what I feel that has happened in the National Football League and I feel that what has happened in this incident with baseball. There always is a player, a coach, or an organization that has to fall on the grenade and get made an example out of everybody else. As far as I'm concerned, now, you know, you told me there's some other comments with Clayton Kershaw that's involved in this whole situation. I don't know if you have his comments, but it was something paraphrasing that he said, hey, what the Astros were doing, yeah, everybody else was cheating at the time, but what the Astros are doing, that's on another level. I like Kershaw, I mean, uh, Clayton Kershaw. The truth of the matter is I disagree and he's wrong on this one. Cheating is cheating. The bottom line is the Astros were made an example of a problem because of technology, digital, watches, what cameras, base, just like bait, this is my opinion and this is my theory. Just because bait, just the way baseball knew that in the late 80s and the early 90s, they had a steroid problem brewing. Okay, Bud Seeley, owners, everybody knew that. It didn't really start getting talked about or come to the surface until there was a race for Roger Maris between Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire, the darker Sammy Sosa, okay? We've all seen Sammy lately. It's like, damn, bro. Anyway, that's when they said, okay, we got a problem. Wait a minute. Hey, Andersteen, what's that there back there, Mark? What is that Andersteen? I don't see that in GNC. Oh, well, you know, that's what got the train. But baseball already knew they had a problem. But you know what? Somebody had to pay for it. We've got to come out with a steroid. We've got we've got these investigations. We've got outside the lines going and investigating Balco. All hell broke loose. They had to make an example, and they start suspending dudes. Go back to the cheating scandal. That man cheating is cheating. You were using a different type of steroid. Oh well, I wasn't using that. I was using Andrustein. Well, I was getting shot in the ass, not in the arm, and this only like it's cheating, especially in that sport with numbers. I don't care if they took it with trash cans and basically advanced it. It's cheating. They got made an example the same way. There were other defensive coordinators walking in locker rooms and coach say, "Hey man, I got twenty grand in the middle of the middle of the uh, the, the locker room for anybody that knocks out so and so." If you knock out Peyton today, if you knock out Tom, if you knock out Brett, but who had to fall on the sword to get made the example of? Greg Williams and Sean Payton. It cost Sean Payton a year and his reputation. The league's been after Sean's ass ever since then. He's been basically back and forth with the league office to this day because of that. And they're going to inherit his beef in Colorado, but that's okay. Like Suge say, let Pac keep your head up. We riding with him. We riding with Sean. Got an update on him too in a minute. I know y'all are waiting for that. Can't wait. I get emails all the time. Like, man, you just don't talk enough Denver Broncos. No, yeah, I know. The bottom line is Adam has a right and Astro fans have a right since you got a guy that ain't on the team no more that played in Boston that's telling you admitted that they cheated, but it wasn't all about that. It's the same thing. As the, I don't care. Like, sir, Barry Bonds never failed a drug test. 
We just assume because his head went like two or three sizes like a watermelon. We assume and he was just launching them because he was just one of the baddest man to ever see the ball. We just assume like, oh, man, it's steroid. Never failed a test. But his reputation shot. He's grouped into there. Not in the Hall of Fame. Probably won't be in there. Travesty. It's no different. The Astros legacy is tainted. But at the end of the day, other people do it. And at the end, Barry Bonds, even if he was. That wasn't the eye coordination, man. I mean, he's one of the best. I, to this day, I still Ken Griffey Jr.'s got the best swing in my lifetime I've ever seen. If it wasn't for misfortune and making a deal with the devil to go back to the Cincinnati Reds, his hometown where his dad played in and leaving the Mariners, I believe somebody put a spell. Somebody, I don't know if it was Lee, I don't know if it was Cleo or whoever, somebody from Louisiana, they put a hooju on him. That man started having uh, injuries after injury. He would have been the home run king in my opinion. And there's nothing that basically links Ken Griffey, but I love Barry Bonds. If he did, oh, well, that ain't got nothing to do with that hand-eye coordination because ain't nobody done it really since even close. So my point is the Astros, and the last point that Adam made before we move on, what I want to clarify, two things. One, no, I, I, you know, yes, if you're talking about dynasty, Adam, if that's what you mean, like, hey, they got to win it this year to solidify the dynasty, okay, maybe that's one thing. I think the win last year solidifies that championship that everybody's got an asterisk or tainted on, that, the one they got last year. Now, in regards to the Yankees being head of Astros, look, I've told you all the way I feel about the Yankees. That's fine or whoever put them in the ranking. But regardless, that team, in my opinion, and maybe they've made some moves I've slept on because we haven't been in baseball offseason mode or paying attention to signings and all that, just the major stories. As far as I'm concerned, the way they still structured, they don't have enough pitching. And I've got to see is Boone, who I'm kind of surprised that he survived. But I guess when you hit one of the most famous home runs in Yankee postseason history, especially against your arch rivals, and the Sox, that buy you some time for years, years, and years. You only don't have to buy a beer again in New York. You can sit there and just, hey, man, I know we title, but that's boom. That's effing boom. Let him go. I'm surprised. Cashman is in the family, man. Like, Cashman, he's, first of all, he's the one I'm responsible. Like, hey, man, like, are you see what's going on? It's obviously, I understand y'all play in a porch, but you ain't booming your way long ball into another World Series. A title 28 or 27, whatever the hell they chasing. So as far as I'm concerned, Adam, no, I still to this day they can't beat that they can't beat the Astros four out of seven. Not with that pitching. I've got now, when we get into May and June, and I've logged some uh, some MLB time, and I start looking at the Yankees, and I see them here and there, and I see a little bit difference, then I might change that. But right, I wouldn't get I wouldn't get your blood pressure up on that, Adam Martinez. And like I said, you know me, if I can call it straight on the Spurs, I damn sure I don't have a race a horse in the race with baseball. I would tell you if I thought they were dirty scoundrels and need to have an asterisk on the asterisk, I tell you. They got made an example, just like the guy sitting there playing for reinstatement. Calvin Ridley, sorry, buddy. We just rolled out the books on we got casino sponsorship. We've been basically sitting in the dark alley from all this time. We come out here without even the ink dry on the advertising. We've only direct deposited two checks. We ain't even developed the apps yet for the fans. And your ass go try to hit a parlay, sit your ass down. And you might, and I'm telling you right now, everybody, oh man, Jacksonville's getting calorie. There ain't no guarantee his ass is going to be reinstated that quick. That is a big one. Every weekend I got to hear from fans on so, oh, this is fixed. They want Patrick. Oh, look at that. They want Patrick Mahomes to win another title. That's fixed. It's part of the script, Cal. Yeah, it was scripted. You don't think Adele in the front office hear that crap and when you got a player in the National Football League that's walking in a casino, not even disguised. Like, he could have bought a disguise, man. 
Dude, you could have one of your boys go in. You don't think that they're hearing this? He got made an example, and I guarantee you, any other guy in the NFL, I'm not telling you nobody else is playing because to me, as far as I'm concerned, fantasy football is something that they don't want to touch. That I know that there's guys in the league that are playing in big-time fantasy leagues. To me, that's a little bit integrity situation myself too. Not on the level of gambling, but it is what it is. They won't touch that one though. But if you think I think that there's no dudes sending a guy to go put this better word, I'm not going to be naive, but I guarantee they won't be as reckless as Calvin Ridley. He had to be made an example. The Astros made an example. That's what it is. That's what Mookie, that's why I brought it up. Because Mookie, just, I said, oh, well, we, saw, we heard it from the man that went and played in Boston. There's a reason why the Yankees in Boston, as Adam said, was crickets on this. Because, again, it's the, it's the Yankees. It's Boston and nobody, oh, okay, well, yeah. Cheating's cheating, man. Cheating, cheating. Astros just decided to get with the times and go technology on it. Hell, they are neighbors with NASA. As far as I know, NASA may have been in there with that, hey, man, we got this technology. Hey, you don't know. Cheating's cheating. But they're going to make an example of your ass. That's just reality. Another one I'll give you before we run out of this topic, an example, if you think I'm just pulling this out of nowhere. Malice in the Palace. Ron Artest and Steve, there ain't been nobody running the stands since then when it cost Ron Artest about 14, whatever it was, $13 million. Uh, Steven Jackson to this day, we're in 2023, and I've heard ever since the All the Smoke podcast, every time he's been on Undisputed, I didn't heard Steven Jackson bring up this at least a couple times. They got made an example. David Stern said, ah, damn it, it ain't, it ain't never going on my watch. And, uh, and besides that, stop wearing them triple X white tees. I don't care if they did make a sign. Tuck in the chains. I don't care if Allen is coming up with a do-rag. Put a suit on. Made an example of him. Cheating, cheating, man. Cheating, cheating. 877-374-7463. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, spinning the one and twos and producing. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this. It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. 